You may be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text this morning is recorded in Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, which read, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. That is our text. Brothers and sisters in Christ, sola fide, faith alone. Faith alone receives salvation alone, which brings peace. Peace, peace is a nice thing, elusive, but nice. You know how high school yearbooks used to, maybe still do, allow seniors to place a quote under their picture. Uh, Well, my quote was this, peace is not the absence of conflict, but the ability to cope with it. I must have thought I was a budding philosopher. (laughs) In reality, I was a budding dork. (laughs) Now, what kind of conflict might there be in our spiritual lives? Sin, sin is a conflict. The problem is we don't have the ability to cope with it. But God does. More God and less us brings peace. Maybe some of you have seen that TV commercial which pits cable TV against direct TV and has one of the monsters saying cable good, direct bad. Well, let's look at the good-bad distinctions that we find in a reading from Ephesians. Grace, good, ourselves, bad. Saved, good, our works, bad. Faith, good, boasting, bad. Ourselves, our works, our boasting, leave us without peace. But God's grace, God's salvation, God's gift of faith brings us true peace. But we can't get peace on our own because we can't get to God on our own. We fail big time. And here's why. Discouragement. Because there's nothing standing between you and your goal but a total lack of talent and complete failure of will. We've truly got a lack of talent and failure of will when it comes to getting right with God. It's not our own doing. It's not our will. Oh, we're capable of being converted by virtue of a rational will, but we cannot convert ourselves. We cannot come to faith ourselves because of our natural inclination toward evil. Nor is it our reason which brings us to faith. Reason is a gift which acquires knowledge in the head, but it cannot work faith in the heart. Besides, reason invariably comes to this conclusion drawn by the Apostle Paul. But we preach Christ crucified 
a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles. Faith is not something we're strong enough to conjure up. You need to be alive to have strength. But Paul reminds us in verse 1 of this same chapter that we were dead in our transgressions. Dead people are not real strong. Even I can take them. So if we want faith and we want peace, maybe we need to get off ourselves. I will share with my students from Concordia two quotes which point out a significant difference between biblical faith and anthropocentric faith, or a faith which emanates from and focuses on the self. The first statement is this. It doesn't matter what you believe in as long as you believe. Well, I'm hearing the word believe or, or faith here, but I'm not seeing what's it in. In this case, faith is an end in itself. Faith is the object of faith. No peace there. Let's try this statement on for size. Faith is only as valid as its object. Having faith is important, but what we believe in, the object of our faith, is more important still. Ah, much better. Now we got a faith which grabs on to something. Now we got a faith which grabs on to God's grace in Christ Jesus. Now we got a faith which brings peace. And this faith is the work of God, not us. And that's a good thing. God connects us with his son and his saving grace. Jesus said, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them, and I will raise them up at the last day. And the Apostle John writes in the first chapter of his gospel, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children not born of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. Not our will, but God's will be done. That's how we believe. That's how we come to faith. That's where we find peace. I found this quote somewhere. I'm not sure where, so I'm taking credit for it. <laughs> faith is the echo of our hearts to the voice of God. I like that. Faith is the echo of our hearts to the voice of God. Notice how passive and calming that sounds. We don't have to frantically whip ourselves into a shouting frenzy to claim God. He calmly and quietly whispers his promises into our hearts. So faith is simply speaking back to God what he first spoke to us. God's word alone, then, is the source of our faith. Paul wrote in Romans chapter 10, How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet 
of those who bring good news. And that good news brings peace. Paul wrote in Romans 4, the words, it was credited to him, were not for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Faith grabs on to Christ's righteousness. It doesn't work for it. It simply receives it. So come unto Jesus, all you who are weary and burdened. Weary and burdened by your sins and your failures. And rest in the peace of his righteousness. You see, faith is the antithesis of works. Faith is passive and it is peaceful. It's so peaceful, it gets active. And when I finally healed from my broken ankle, I was so excited, I wanted to go run a marathon. Not that excited. <laughs> but I was alive again, mobile again, no holding me down. The same holds true for a faith which clings to Christ's righteousness. We're alive again, no holding us down. We're at peace. Paul writes in Romans 5, 1, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And it is a profound peace. We are justified through faith. What's that mean? It means that God loves you very much. He loves you enough to give you his son's righteousness. You are clothed with it at your baptism. God declares you innocent because he declared his son guilty in your place. Paul writes, God made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We are the righteousness of God. What's not peaceful about that? We didn't even have to do anything. It was done for us, completely done by Christ. It is finished because Jesus said, it is finished on the cross. Signed, sealed, and delivered through faith. In 1 Peter, we actually get a glimpse of what this faith and subsequent peace might look like. Peter writes, these have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Now that is peace, joyful peace, reformed peace. Martin Luther defined faith like this. Faith is confidence in God to the effect that through Christ he is gracious, 
that through Christ, his thoughts about us are thoughts of peace, not affliction or wrath. Isn't that nice? God looks at us with a peaceful disposition. God gives to us a peaceful disposition. So like I used to say at the dinner table, pass the peace, please. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.